0: welcome to your purpose toolkit this is a self-paced course that guides you through the purpose development process and provides you tools and resources to support you on your own purpose journey this is a toolkit you can continuously come back to as you embark on new chapters of your life get out your notebooks your worksheets and get ready to dive in So we have discussed some tools for self-awareness. We have gone through Purpose Development 101. And now in this episode, we're going to chat a bit about values, about vision, and about the internal chatter that we all have and how that impacts our ability to move forward and take action on some of the things we know we want to pursue. So we'll have some tools to be able to move through that as well. And this might be a good episode to have a notebook with you, to have an ability to write and journal, or maybe to pause the podcast as you're going through and voice note to yourself some of the answers to these questions. Or maybe just listen to it all the way through the first time and come back to it. Whatever floats your boat, whatever works best for you is perfect. So we're going to dive right in. The first piece of this is your vision what do you see for yourself and what do you see for the world? And this can start with just what life do you envision living? What would you like to see for yourself in the future? And getting really particular on how do you want to feel? What do you want to see around you? Really painting a picture for yourself. And you can get as specific as you would like to be. I know that the vision I have often changes and so it doesn't have to stay one thing either. The more information that you gain about yourself, the more information that you gain about different pathways you'd like to pursue. We can rethink the way that we envision our lives, but at least for now, give yourself the ability to kind of paint what that's going to look like. What do you want to see for the world? What kind of world do you want to live in? What role do you have in making that vision a reality what piece of that puzzle do you want to play and you might be like okay i i don't know yet but painting that picture of the world that you want to see the type of world you want to live in can help you pinpoint okay what are the most important aspects that i'm pinpointing about what i want to see for the world is it that i i mean i know i want to see people who are living lives that they enjoy that they're going getting to wake up every morning and feel fulfilled and feel like they're contributing in a way that's meaningful for them that they get to find their own joy in this world and get to experience the wonders and awe-filled moments and, and get to appreciate those moments without having to necessarily worry about survival aspects. Like those are things that I want to see. And so in what way can I contribute to that world that I want to see? And so it just is painting a different way of looking at things to be like, okay, instead of just focusing on what's not working right now or focusing on trying to figure out the many possible pathways I can take, let's just focus on the things that I want to see in the world and then see if from that I can pick out what is most important to me within that vision. Which brings us to that why part. Why? So what? Why are you passionate about these changes? Why would you take a risk to make those things happen? Why do you want to see that in your life and in the world around you, in your community? That's an important piece because that can then guide you to that next step for yourself. I think back to Stanford is starting to make these changes where they are having students pick a mission rather than a major. And the reason behind that is because they're trying to give students a reason behind the major that they're choosing. Instead of being a biology major, they are studying biology in order to have a better understanding of the way that humans function so that they can work on solving this illness. It, it's They're finding a reason behind what they're doing, which creates a greater sense of meaning and fulfillment rather than just being like, well, I'm a biology major. What do you want to do with that? Well, I don't I don't know. And you could still leave room to not know exactly what you want to do, but it still gives you a way of looking at what you're doing that has more meaning behind it. I know that I always did better in classes in school when I knew the reason why I was studying them, when I knew the reason why it was going to be beneficial for me to understand what I'm learning. And so same goes to learning about yourself. We have to have an understanding of why it's important to do this, why it's important for us specifically in our lives, and also why is it important for your family why is it important for your friends for you to do this work why is it important for your community and the world around you for you to do this work understanding that piece helps to give us motivation so even when it feels really really hard to make the changes that we are wanting to make we're still able to make them because we know the why behind it and this leads me to values so values focus on what do you deeply care about what do you hold as important above all else? These are your core, core values. They're what drive your decisions. They're the foundation for your life and your career. And oftentimes you've been driven by them without even really thinking about it all of that much. We all have things that we place as important above other other things. And that is what helps us you know, make decisions on a daily basis of what we are going to do and what we're not going to do. But the question that I would ask you is where does that vision that you have that you created about what you want for your life, what you want for the world, where does that vision and the why behind it fall within your values? James Clear has a really great list of core values that you can you can Google his name or you can find it in the, the platform, but that list is really helpful to articulate, okay, what are my top three core values, what drives my decision-making process on a daily basis? Same with Brene Brown. She also has a pretty good exercise on core values, but how do you define those values? So for example, I'll walk you through how these all tie together with my own examples of my vision, my values and my why. So my lifestyle vision is that I get to spend a large chunk of my day outdoors hiking paddleboarding, climbing cross country skiing I travel extensively for long periods of time but I have a home base because I really like having a place to come home to I don't want to be a nomad I work just a few hours a day a few days a week but still make a large impact I support a lot of people I either work for myself Or I work for a company or organization where I feel a lot of autonomy. I'm able to do my research, do the work that I really love doing and support the people that I love to support. And I'm helping people live a more fulfilling, meaningful life by their own definition. I live on a lake with my partner, close to my family, with my and I feel relaxed and peaceful and fulfilled, accomplished, successful and joyful. So that's my lifestyle vision. My world vision is to live in a world where people actually get to enjoy their lives, where more people get to experience what it's like to live as themselves, to discover their gifts and talents, and to share them with the rest of us, to live in a world filled with people who love and trust themselves, for loving relationships, fulfilling careers, and joyful daily living to be the norm, and to support one another rather than compete with each other. That's my vision for the world why why does this excite me i've spent a really long time working really hard for a lifestyle that drained me living a slow life would allow me to fully experience each moment and ever since i was a little kid i used to say that my one fear was living an unlived life i want to make sure that i live a life that feels like i i fully lived each moment of it I used to shrink and give away pieces of myself to fit into friendships and partnerships. And this vision helps me keep others from following in that path. I know some of the most painful moments of my life thus far have come as a result of me not trusting myself. And the most powerful moments happen because I did. And I'm excited to help others experience this. And it's worth the challenges because now that I know myself, it would be painful to go back to unlearn what I've learned about who I am and my identity. And so these are the things that excite me about that why. And among others, I mean, there's so many things that I think about with shifting the world to one that is far more loving and and more understanding and more supportive of one another and living like we're a community. And if the why part is hard to do, try... What don't you want? Sometimes this is easier. Sometimes it's easier to figure out what you do want by looking at the opposite of what you don't want. So that's another exercise that you can do is focus, like write out all the things that you don't want to have in your life and figure out what the opposite of that is and write that down as your vision and your values and your why. For the values piece, the foundation of your vision and your why are these values and so for me my values and i have like a top six i'm sure i could narrow them down but i'll I'll give you all six just as an example mine are freedom health expression love exploration and growth and so when i ask myself does this opportunity this job this relationship this choice does this embody my values these are what i go to and each of these means something different for me they might be the exact same ones for you you might have freedom health expression love exploration growth but what do they mean for you so Exploration for me is doing the research that I do, exploring, rethinking, being able to try out new things without a fear that I'm going to be reprimanded or, uh, you know, have something bad happen if I, I don't succeed on the first time. The freedom of expression is being able to express myself both with my voice but also with my clothing and the way that i cut my hair like being able to do all of that health is a huge piece of why i even started a business in the first place because i had a chronic health issue. I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and being able to sort that out and find the root cause is really important to me and making sure that I'm exercising and and taking care of my mental health. Those are all parts of my core values and if a job or an opportunity is going to take away from one of those values, it's going to make that a negative for me then i say no and so that helps in that decision making process and these values in clarifying them for yourself help you to determine what opportunities are right for you and what ones it's okay to say no to which helps with boundaries which we'll talk about in a later episode so given all of this one of the things that you can ask yourself is given my values given what fulfills me and how i want to grow What can I uniquely offer the world? What kind of impact can I make based on these values that I have? Now, sometimes we can hit a roadblock. We can have these internal thoughts that can stop us from taking action on our values and that vision. And we all have that. We all have that happen. And to be honest, I don't like the word words phrase, limiting beliefs, because it can be used to gaslight yourself into not listening to your own intuition when making decisions. We do, however, have internal chatter that can keep us from taking action when we know we need to. And so we can ask ourselves some questions in order to determine, okay, is it safe for me to take action now? And what kind of fear is bubbling up is it nervous fear and um, what what is kind of stopping me from moving forward on this thing that I know I want to move forward on and I know so many of us have these things that feel like roadblocks when we're going along asking ourselves am i in a safe environment to be processing my thoughts and making this decision very important question If you're not, if you're not in a place because our bodies need to feel like they are safe and regulated to be able to make good decisions for ourselves and informed decisions for ourselves. And if we don't feel safe in that moment, what can we do to help ourselves self-regulate? Maybe it's something like, I don't know, flailing back and forth, dancing. Uh, moving into a different room, being in a, a safer environment, noting who's around us when we're trying to make these decisions. Sometimes just the environment can be determining what our internal chatter is telling us. And so we need to pause and remove ourselves from that environment in order to be really clear on what, our gut is telling us, what our heart is telling us, what our body is telling us is the right decision for us. Another question that we can ask is, what do I believe about myself that might be acting as a roadblock? And is that really true? I know for myself, as an example, I told myself for years that I was not a runner, that I couldn't run, that I didn't have stamina. And I started trail running last year And I realized it wasn't that I wasn't a runner. It was the environment in which I was in. I was trying to run on pavement and pavement hurt my legs. And I realized that I just had to learn how to trail run better and learn the techniques of that. And then I actually really enjoy it. I haven't been able to run for about a month because I've been sick and I'm really missing it. And so what a change that has made in what I'm capable of doing because I realized that that wasn't true, that, oh, if I just change the environment and change where I'm at, I actually am really very much capable of doing this and even enjoying it. And so sometimes we take on beliefs about ourselves that really are aren't true and we don't what proof do we have that that is true and if can we change something slightly and have that be rethought something that was true about ourselves five years ago could no longer be true and there's nothing wrong with that it's okay to rethink those things and to change and to grow and be different than we were before Another question that we can ask ourselves is what actions do I really want or need to take? What are the things that maybe I haven't been doing, but really, really feel like they would move me in a direction that I'm, I'm looking to move in? And is fear getting in the way? What is that fear telling me? Is it productive and helpful and keeping me safe? Because that's what the purpose of fear is. It's to tell us that there's something happening that we want to feel safe from that there is something that feels threatening to us and so sometimes the threat is very very real and sometimes the threat is not so real but our bodies don't know how to differentiate from that so and it takes a lot longer for our brains to process the thought patterns around fear. We feel the fear feelings, and then it takes quite a bit longer to be able to think that through in our brains and be like, oh no, 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 there's nothing to worry about. And so taking that moment to be like, okay, I'm feeling fear. Is this something that I truly want to run away from, or can I thank it for trying to protect me and let it go? We can also ask ourselves, what's the worst case scenario if I let the fear go and take this action. What's the best case scenario? Does the best case scenario outweigh the worst case scenario? There's all these questions that we can ask ourselves and those questions can kind of break up that fear impulse to be able to pause and assess the situation so that we can move forward. Oftentimes, we have the fear reaction and we just can't move through it, can't self-regulate to get through to that next step to be able to take the action. But when we pause and we think about it and we, we talk ourselves through it and we thank that fear for supporting us, we're able to move forward and, and do what we need to do fear serves an important purpose in keeping you safe but sometimes fear is an echo from the past and we can acknowledge that it has helped us previously to stay safe but it's not warranted right now and that's okay awareness is the first step It's the first step of learning more about who you are. It's the first step in understanding the way that your body reacts to certain experiences, how it reacts to change. A really great exercise in the platform. There's an EFT tapping video that's about uh, change and resistance to change. And so if you need some support in that, that's a great resource. And in the coming episodes, we're going to start creating an action plan to start making small, sustainable changes. So this has all been about awareness. Now we're going to start to make some changes in the coming episodes. So stay tuned. And if you'd like to start on the Building New Foundations workbook, this is a good spot to get started on that. You can always wait until you've listened to a few of the Building New Foundations episodes as well, but that's going to go along with what we're talking about in the next episode.